Hey, welcome to Film Friends. I'm your host, Jordan Smith, and with me, as always, co-host Kate Eingorn. Hello. And the hand of the king, Ooh. Matt Bailey. I'll take that one. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very topical. Fitting. Some say the hand of the king is more powerful than the king themselves. Mm. Mm. What would the king do without his hand? <laughs> w <laughs> W K D. What would Jamie do without his hand? Turn Save the gold. day. <laughs> All right. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Before we get into GOT, episode number 77. This is our Red Grange episode. Basketball. Football. Old football. Like Basket when they football. barely wore helmets. Old football. Yeah. He, oh. um, he was also known as the Galloping Ghost. Oh. Oh, that's Ooh. a sick nickname. I don't know why. Um, when I think of Galloping Ghosts, I think of Ichabod Crane. You so don't think of Nearly Headless Nick or Ooh, yeah. any Whoa. of the other house ghosts? Oh. Oh, Is wow. this Harry Potter? <laughs> Is this Game of Thrones? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm already lost. It's definitely one Shit. of the two. Um, cool. Yeah. Any episode or uh, any 77 facts? Yes. Um, 77 was the name of Talking Heads' debut album. Ooh, topical love it. for today. Again, topical. Um, the 77s is the name of an American rock band. It is the boiling point of nitrogen. Ooh. It is the sum of the first eight prime numbers. We love that. That is really We cool. love that. <laughs> and it's a Blum integer. <laughs> for Jason Blum. <laughs> and it is the 22nd discrete. By prime. Mm. By prime. Math facts. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that was that was her expert title. Oh, that is your expert title. Mathematician. And you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna introduce you right (laughs) off the top here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, it's repeat season. You know what it is. It's guest season. Uh, It's the year of the guests. Sorry. I was to say, you're slacking on your own titles. Um. Uh, and and that uh, that person talking about math is actually our resident math expert. And before I tell everybody what a Lucas number is, I know you're on the edge of your seats. I want to introduce our guest for today, Kate O'Brien. Welcome back. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me again. Of course. Excited to be here. Now, last week, so as you could tell, things have changed since you've been here. We talk about math. Way too much. <laughs> um, last week we brought up Lucas numbers. Do you have an idea what a Lucas number is? No, that doesn't sound familiar. No, I think there's my on- studies, <laughs> my extensive <laughs> studies. Um, I think there's only three of them. Um, Ooh, they're rare, <laughs> and uh, they're named after Francois, Edouard, Anatole, Lucas. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, they're integers named after that guy. <laughs> Honestly, the most clear math fact. There's only three. He's called dibs on some integers. He's like, I would like that one, that one, and that one. Thank you. So Lucas numbers are one, three, and 5,778. What? And 76? That's a... Yeah, yeah. We'll count it. (laughs) Um, Interesting. Well, they have a relationship with the Fibonacci numbers. Okay. (laughs) So... Um, there's something there. I don't know. Um, but hey, Kate, welcome back. Thanks, guys. Um, how, have, how have you been since the last episode? And we like to ask this of all our repeat guests. You know, how has your life changed for the better, for the worse, you know, since you have a little Film Friends fame? 
Yeah, I mean, I'm, I've really skyrocketed into stardom <laughs> since then um, in the podcast world. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I really hope that increased your listeners oh, uh, it exponentially. It did. It did, it did for sure. Yeah, I pretty much told everyone who will listen to listen to that episode and then, nice. you know, get just get them into your podcast in general. Yeah. But start with that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to think... Um, that you kind of started this math craze on our, um, on, after your episodes, Whoa. like, wow, that math expert really just, you know, got us into math. Got us into math. That's all I Again. could hope for. I'm just an ambassador, <laughs> you know. Yeah. You're doing the Lord's work. Um, math and, ambassador. <laughs> and if you are not familiar with that episode, episode 44, uh, our Amy Smart episode, that was uh, the one that was Kate, Kate was on previously. Um, so, yeah. Welcome back. Uh, math expert, but then also Hallmark movie expert. We were throwing that around a little bit. Yeah. You do, you are like an aficionado for that or no? Oh, for sure. Okay. Okay, cool. Are yeah. you still watching Hallmark? <laughs> it's kind of the off season right now. So we'll start <laughs> yeah, ramping up again, true. you know, later in the fall. Okay. Yeah, cool. Christmas season. Holiday season yeah, is like Hallmark season. For right? sure. How yeah. many do they have? They have like an exponential. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And new ones keep getting made each year. <laughs> are there like any... I mean, this we could talk about this because we were thinking about. It. Are there any like Easter movies? I feel like Hallmark would uh, really we'll cash in. That yeah. <laughs> but I can't think of an Easter movie. How about I mean, Passover? besides like the Ten Commandments. <laughs> really, yeah. <laughs> they always yeah, show I it on know. Easter. <laughs> but like egg egg hunts or whatever, you know, nothing like that. Um, oh, that old egg hunt movie. Is that what it's called? <laughs> egg hunts? No, you're asking the wrong person. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, cool. Well, welcome back, guys. Um, any business at the top? Uh, well, the Twitter poll. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we'll jump right into it, Kate. What was the Twitter poll this week? So the long overdue Twitter poll of should Jordan like Harry Potter? No, I think we have to mention why this one was put out there. Um, obviously, you could see on the show notes, we're doing Alan Rickman. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't really think of Alan Rickman without thinking of the Harry Potter yeah. series. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to give the results of that before we dive yes, into it? But before we do that, I want to say that there's a long running debate about their Jordan, Jordan's role on Harry Potter and people come at him often. So we thought we would just put it out there. Should Jordan like Harry Potter? That was the Twitter poll this week. And the results are in 53% said yes. 47% said no. So Jordan, According you, to should. This, you should. <laughs> so here's the thing with that, the with the results. I feel, I feel validated for not being like a huge fan because, because it was close. Because it was so close. Yeah. Like if it was an obvious, like of course he should like, like Harry 99 Potter. Ninety nine to one. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, still don't. Well, we'll see. <laughs> there was an epic debate. Yeah, I mean, our our intern, our um, our best friend, really. Really, you know, Threw a wrench he in backed there. me up, and I he appreciate did. it. Um, but but like, then everyone proceeded to come at him. But Harry Potter has a cult out there, and and you mm-hmm. dis- he started it himself. It's you the <laughs> house of Harry Potter. You you diss it, people are going to come out of the woodwork and really come at you, and, and mm-hmm. friendships are going to be broken over it. Um, but I do want to kind of not put it to rest, but really put my opinion out there about Harry Potter. And then of course we're going to we're going to dive into it a little bit so. Um but at the top I want to say you prepared a statement. <laughs> I prepared a statement. I have statement. a few words. <laughs> I have a few words here. I don't hate Harry Potter. Harry Potter's good for many reasons. It like put a, it made a whole generation 
particularly our age, like get really into reading, mm-hmm. get into fantasy, uh, magic, all that kind of stuff. Which, for the butt. Which is great. <laughs> I love it. Like it, it did. I, I like I vividly remember fifth grade Mrs. Hoppy reading Harry yeah, Potter. Yeah, my to fourth us. grade teacher yeah. read it to us too. Yeah, Mrs. Yeah. Hoppy. Mrs. Hoppy. <laughs> was that her? That was her real name. <laughs> my third grade teacher read it to us because my mom worked at an educational toy store where she was like the summer book club reader, like uh, like she ran it. So she got a arc of that, like a pre-release of Harry Potter, and read mm-hmm. it and loved it and gave it to my third grade teacher yeah. to read to our class. So all of your teachers read Harry Potter mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I don't know if I would have just picked it up on my own had I, my teacher not like read it to us. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. My teachers <laughs> didn't. Teacher Did you read it? didn't like it. Did you read it? Uh, the first one, I owned it. Didn't read it yet. <laughs> yet. <laughs> now I don't know where it is, but no, I did not. Mm. Sorry. Well, well, <laughs> <laughs> mm, mm. well, and I'd like to say I read four out of the seven. Oh, okay. I read up to Goblet of Fire, and I was like, I can't get better than that. That was my favorite one, <laughs> um, to be honest. And that's it was a great. Lot of people's favorite. And I enjoyed Harry Potter, and that's why like people people think I don't know it or I dislike it, and that's not true. Here's my butt. Here's, Here's my butt. thing. All right, show us your butt. Here's my butt. <laughs> Here's everybody. my butt, guys. <laughs> you just it's it's all a of visual us. gag. <laughs> um, I just think that it's people laud it as like genius and the best fantasy series and like all this stuff. Who says that? I, I have true. never heard that. Take. I think Jordan sits online and people. makes these theories up himself, so then he can say that. No that's one true. has. People. I don't think anyone has ever claimed that. People yeah. on the streets. Um, <laughs> he just going up and interviewing. I, I, I talked to a lot of people question. about it, but I think there are. Ser- like if you ask general public, they'll they'll say Harry Potter is the best. Uh, out of series. like what? Out of what? If you try fantasy to like compare series it to like or series, what about like Star Wars? Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah, they're up there. And you know, that's that that segues into my other point. That's this story's been told a million times. That's the story of the Jesus. The chosen one. The chosen one. The um, battle of good versus evil. Yeah. Again. I mean, they're they're undying themes. They're yep. always gonna be throughout literature and movies and stuff, but I don't know, man. I, I just think there's like so many other things better. That probably came out around the same time that just go unnoticed. Movie wise? Um, dude, are you or? talking about Twilight? No, I'm talking more about books. I think, uh, okay. I think the movies are good. Here's, I like the movies. So here's your I'm new homework assignment. You need to go out and find those books that came out that at are, that time that were that were so much better, better and yeah. David Mitchell's Bone Clocks. Uh, For, you're talking num- Yeah, but I'm saying like that's a magic series and it's incredible. Did you guys ever read um Artemis Fowl. That was another mm, like magic I heard that thing one's really good. Yeah. Bone it clocks came out like at least no, I know, 10 but years that, afterwards. That, but like Slade House and so, Number yeah, 9 Dream. So my all thing connected. is, I don't think, I think the books are popular, but I feel like the movies made it way bigger than mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. Like without Agreed. the movies, I don't think people yeah, would be that's so the same hyped thing on with like Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. yeah. That's Which like, I also think Marvel is overhyped too. <laughs> I just I just think people I, don't know if I think be best friends anymore. Okay, that all right. I just think um, I think people blow it up when other things that are probably better, or more detailed, or or go like you could ask Tyler like the Brandon Sanderson like series is an amazing fantasy series, and like people aren't getting that those tattoos and like 
well, stuff the like that. Is, is I don't that understand. Movies make these things relatable to mm-hmm. people yeah. and more accessible to the public. See, right. I feel like you're talking strictly books. And I don't think yeah, anyone says that like the Harry Potter books are um, like a literary master. Yeah, a literary exactly. master. Yeah, exactly. See, I they're I disagree. Type, I feel people, like, like people pop, like them. They're like a yeah. pop culture yes. um, like stamp. Like they stamp that time. I w- yeah. in pop culture. I think too because of when the books came out. And just the time period over, you know, 10 years. And yeah. then when the movie started, that was another 10 years or whatever. Yes. So you're kind of growing up with the cast and yeah. the characters. And, and I, she also, like, um, scaled the reading level mm-hmm. with the books. Right. Yep. Agreed. So, like, it was kind of one of the first to really do that, too. It was, like, one of the first series to kind of intentionally grow up with its audience. And I think it's, it. no one, like, hails it as a masterpiece. But it was a cultural phenomenon. And it is interesting that like i was looking at each movie on like imdb mm-hmm. and all their like meta scores or whatever yeah. all like super high yep. like mm-hmm. every single one i was expecting like a couple of them maybe to be like this one isn't the best mm-hmm. of the series but they're all like really high up there like mm-hmm. 80s 90s so i guess i feel i guess i have the wrong uh, i don't have my pulse on the the uh the temperature is that the, the, same? No. the zeitgeist <laughs> of, <laughs> but like i just i was under the assumption like people who like even the people that came at paul shock like i thought i guess books and movies like i have no problems with the yeah. movies the movies are dope i'll yeah. back that but like i thought people thought the books like if you ask people mm-hmm. around our age what their favorite books are i bet a lot of them would say Harry Potter. Now that's different. You guys are kind of exposing it to me. Like that's different than them thinking they're like uh, it's a masterpiece really yeah. or right. something like that. There's a nostalgia but I still yes. I, the other question. thing too is like midnight releases. Yeah. Right. Like that like was really huge. wasn't a thing uh, before yeah. Harry Potter. And mm-hmm. same with like I remember we would order the books before yep. and like we would order two so that my brother and I could start reading it at mm-hmm. the same time because it was just a huge thing when they came out. Mm-hmm. And even in like yep. The Devil Wears Prada where yes. Miranda Priestly like made her go get the manuscript so her twins could like start reading the and books. She needed two copies. Yeah. yeah. True, true. It was like a huge thing to you know yeah get your hands on it as soon as it came out it was an event yeah it's cool i think it's just like uh the way fashion recycles itself and you know it's just like it went it went it went from it went from lord of the rings to star wars to harry potter to like there's gonna be another one in 20 years where there's the chosen one wait and it's like star wars stars was pre are you talking about about like stories that like like a huge pop culture phenomenon but it's like kind of the same story just set yeah. in a different people world. People love it because people love a hero's journey. Mm-hmm. And right. it just Yo, has I, to be I, done I'm in kind a realm of like, that's like you can just hop into without having yeah. to feel like you're in it. I get why Harry Potter's cool. I know it's a big nostalgia thing. I'm just saying, I think it gets like blown up. But maybe I'm wrong. That people think it's like a masterpiece and genius. And I'm just saying there's a million things like it. I it just hit it hit the right people at the right time but here's the thing so i work with like kids and Mm -hmm. a lot of kids actually don't really know about harry potter don't really aren't really into it um kids of today you mean yes kids of today it's like that's not their thing it's really like in our generation Mm -hmm. well no i know it's like lord of the rings is like early 30s the lord of the rings books like when we were younger and probably our parents or whoever were saying lord of the rings best fantasy series and we're like who who cares who gives a shit type deal yeah we have Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> well. um, yeah, I don't want to be the enemy. I like the movies. I'm just saying, like, it's been done a million times. I don't know. Yeah. Not, here's, but, I mean, I'm, I'm not in love with yeah. Harry Potter. I just 
I like it. Do you guys want to talk <laughs> about that it. one first then? Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't I know what the should. order is. Yeah. But you should say why you picked Alan Rick. Okay. okay. So I think this probably started, I was super hype after the first episode I was on. And, um, you know, Amy Smart being on all of these Christmas made for TV, like kind of Christmas Hallmark movies. Got me thinking about my favorite Christmas movie mm. slash one of my favorite movies, Love Actually, which Ooh. Alan Rickman Incredible. is in. Um, he's a great character in it too. He's kind of like, it's weird because they all kind of are just normal humans with their own problems. So he's not really like the best person in that movie. Yeah. Um, and as much as we love Alan Rickman in other roles, but I feel like I'm really soon after I did the Amy Smart episode, I was like, Oh my God, Kate, I already have an mm-hmm. idea for the next person I want to do whenever, you know? And so I was already like jazzed about the Alan Rickman idea because I know he's been just an amazing actor for mm-hmm. so long and so many things. R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. Two Love years actually, ago? Uh, 2016. Yeah, yeah, so almost three. Yeah. Love Actually is an amazing movie. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, so good. It was somewhere in the middle, I think, of yeah. his career list of, yeah. um, you know, yeah, between best Love and worst. I think yeah. it was like a 63 yeah. did, did we? 2003. There's like a Bernstein, Bernstein thing out there whether we reviewed love actually or not we did, did not. we review we i don't think not. i don't think so because i've never seen it but yeah. i Bro, like the theory oh my god you haven't wow you should <laughs> i think, that's Jordan's I think we own did theory about his own memory about berenstein bernstein <laughs> and i continually remind him that no we did not do this on the podcast him and i just decided to watch it because it was in we just had some time off i think the episode got taken down by yeah. apple yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm on board honestly my favorite role Galaxy Quest. Yes, Yo, great Galaxy movie. Quest is dope. Yeah, movie's amazing. Mm, love that one. Have Die Hard. It? Have you seen it? <laughs> yeah, you yeah. just said like. Won- Yo, please <laughs> stop coming at me just because like uh, Harry Potter's not my favorite. The way you said it sounded like you were just trying to like squeeze yourself in yeah. on that. Tim Allen. <laughs> oh god. Okay, you really seen it. Fair. <laughs> um, Proof. I, we we can't forget about Die Hard though. Yeah. Oh, He's yeah. the villain I in Die Hard. Didn't know. That was Alan Rickman until like after like mm-hmm. the Harry Potters. And I was like, oh shit, mm-hmm. they're Snape. <laughs> I mean, Harry Potter definitely put him on the map for like people our age, yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Kate said, he was well established before that. Classically yeah. trained. Classically. <laughs> the definition of classically trained. <laughs> Just because he's British. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that. Um. Cool. Just Britishly trained. Right. I think he wasn't classically. He's not like a Shakespeare guy. I, we, a theater guy. Let's save it. I don't remember for later. Okay, fine. Cool. Because that's um, like my majority of my segment. Okay. All right. Since we're we're all like in the mood to talk about Harry Potter, <laughs> um, how about we start with that one? If you're cool with that. Yeah, too? let's do it. Okay. So now. Listeners out there might be like, which Harry Potter mm-hmm. are they going to review? Now, I think it may be a little... Uh, hey, I'm not the Harry Potter expert. You guys <laughs> seem to know it uh, a lot better. So I'm going to throw it over to you guys. Is this like regarded... It's it's rated the highest on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, and I'm talking about Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2. Mm-hmm. Um, is that regarded as like the best or is it just because it's the last one it's it's weird to be i don't i don't think it's the best Mm. i'm a yo i'm a half-blood prince guy wow you are 
I mean, I like Snape's character the yep. best, and that's like he is A the Half Blood Prince. Yeah. yeah, I am the Half Blood Prince. Goodbye. <laughs> I cannot not think that. Uh, who wants to be a millionaire? That's yeah. what I always think. You are the weakest link. Goodbye. I am. The uh, Half those Prince. are two different. <laughs> <shows>. <laughs> weakest the weakest link. link. <laughs> Is the title of the show. Uh, weakest Link. My bad. We get it, though. Goodbye. Isn't that the same show? <laughs> What's your favorite Harry Potter movie? I like um, The Goblet of Fire. Mm. Yes. For, for many reasons. One was when I was reading the book, I had a dream about the Triwizard Tournament that I was in it, and I was doing, like, gillyweed and the water and, like, <laughs> all this it. crazy stuff. You were doing gillyweed. I was doing gillyweed. And, like, I had to get gills, you know what I'm saying, to, like, Just get in that water. It. And... I've just seen that movie so many times mm-hmm. because it's actually a good length where it's not like mm-hmm. ridiculously long where you mm-hmm. can't just throw it on. We've and purchased all the movies on Amazon at this point. <laughs> and just. that's the um, the debut of Robert Pattinson in film. Mm-hmm. Cedric Diggory, mm. R.I.P. So yeah. uh, so hot. So, so is that your favorite movie and favorite book then? I think so. Cool. Yeah. I mean, obviously the the movies get better just because they have bigger budgets and yeah. better special effects. Mm-hmm. Like what you were saying, mm-hmm. it's interesting that every single one of the movies was highly like rated mm-hmm. as a movie, mm-hmm. even though when you go back and look at the special effects on the first one, it's like so crazy, but it was, yeah. it seemed really good at the time. Yeah. yeah. But I back that. I loved that movie. I mean, I had a huge poster of Cedric Diggory on the wall. <laughs> um, I think most people kind of teeter between seven and four as their favorites for the most part. Yeah. I feel like you have to count both of them. Yeah. Of yeah. Seven. Exactly. You know what right, I mean? Right. Like as one, one as yeah. half is the best. Yeah. It's, I mean, because they really just throw you in there yeah, on they the do. second one. They don't really like. They assume like you just stopped watching. I had yeah. to remind myself where we same. left off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, same. Same. I'm glad they started off the way they do. But um, I kind of glad. I'm kind of glad they split into two because that book is monstrous. And they made a lot of money. Oh, yeah. yeah, nice little money. Sure. Yeah. Um, I guess they have to though, because yeah. with such a diehard following, if you don't, I mean, obviously you're not going to include every detail. Yeah. Um. But if you don't include most of them, the people are going to be up in arms about it. So you have to do two parts. And also it comes to the fact, like, when you said, is this the best movie? Mm. Is part two actually the best one? Well, maybe they're better because it gave it two parts to flesh out the story more. And wrap everything up, like, yeah. appropriately and yeah. give it a good... There ending. is a part of me, though, that, like... So I'm going to ask a lot of questions during this because I don't know it that well. I think you'd be surprised. I think if there was like a Harry Potter quiz night, I'd probably score five out of ten. So like I know enough to get by. <laughs> okay. Um, but okay. what I noticed about watching this one is like I like the classroom parts of the earlier mm-hmm. ones, and this has none of it obviously because yeah. yeah. Hogwarts is up, is in shambles. But like um, I miss that, like yeah. seeing the classmates, seeing yeah. the, the professors mm-hmm. and stuff like that. That's like the charming part of. Yeah, I agree. The first few, you're kind of introduced to all these really magical things mm-hmm. for the yeah. first time, and mm-hmm. that's the really fun part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But by, like, whatever it is, like, the 18th hour of this movie series, like, you're over that. You're so yeah. involved in these characters yeah, and where they're going to go. You don't care. Anymore, the so, development as much. Yeah. I mean, this is not actually his true best. Um, his true best is Sense and Sensibility, mm-hmm. 1995. But we would never be able to get Bailey to watch that. So. I still want to watch I'm it out. at some point. But I think we need to shout it out because of his like role in those British period like pieces. Period oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's made. Trainer. <laughs> he's made for the period piece. Yeah. <laughs> and then is the second best is a movie called Bob Roberts in at 97% from 1992, which I think he has a really minor role in. Mm-hmm. Rob Roberts. Rob, <laughs> Rob Roberts, that was called? 
I don't. Well, Bob and Rob are. Oh, the same. One and the same. That's true. <laughs> um, I don't know how to tackle this movie. I, I think everyone has seen it. I think yeah. we just have to assume everyone's seen should it. We, yeah. should, like, we should we just talk about like? Should we make Bailey do a synopsis? Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Synopsis. Okay. They're just trying to get the last few horror cruxes, knock them out, and then knock out the big guy we don't speak of (laughs) (laughs) yo that's my first question why why can't you name him because it locates you immediately to him does it yeah that's like the whole part of that thing was like you don't say his name because he can his whole thing can just find you so it's akin to like sharing your location (laughs) yeah location services disabled yeah but like okay if you're some person like some student at hogwarts and you say voldemort is he gonna <laughs> come gonna out get you? <laughs> like, but i feel like well, they, they yeah. do that in the latter half of the series and, and the parents like grew up in a generation where he was just like yeah, literally exactly. massacring people all the time yeah. and they yeah. didn't want to give him that power. how did he Plus get defeated power. originally what was he i think harry it defeated was, yeah. him. Harry, that's why he's the boy well, no, who like, lived but like you're saying like when the par- the parents' generation of... Is that just when he was Tom Riddle? Just That's when he grew to power the And had first all time. of the following and mm-hmm. Death Eater and just, like, yes. killing everyone, murdering everyone throughout Britain. He was basically, a, like, a, a cult t- leader. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And from my under, like, recollection, I could be wrong, but he goes up against, you know, Harry's parents. Yeah. and Because he was told a prophecy that, that you have to kill this boy. Yeah. Because if you don't, you're going to die. And you have to kill this boy in order to live. And then he couldn't kill the boy. And so a piece of Harry went into him and it, like, hurt him. And he didn't realize it because part of his soul went into the boy. And he was so scared of death that he spent the next couple of years putting his soul into pieces into other things. That's why it's, like, Seven is, like, finding all the horcruxes. So... Because he was so scared of losing his life, he started putting his soul into other and things. And then he just went into hiding yeah that's what i want to know so like, like, for a while because he didn't even have a body he was Correct. just like so weak it was like a little yeah. like remember when yeah. he was on the back of curl's head uh, yeah he yeah. was like a curled that. up like weird fetus exactly. wait so that's like what happened after he like came at harry potter like he got weak and yeah, <laughs> hung out on some so. dude's head yeah pretty much <laughs> yeah just attached himself he needed to like feed yeah. or something off people feed off his brain who is that professor Quirrell. Quirrell, yeah. I had that Lego piece. Like that yeah. turban. I yes, that, I know yeah, exactly what you're talking the about. the turban, you would turn the turban, yeah. it'd be his head on the back and his real head on the yeah, front. Yeah, my brother sick. had all the Harry Potter Lego stuff. I, like, I just guess, I don't know why uh, Harry was the chosen one, though. Is that explained in they, this series? I literally just said, because the prophecy told him that he had to kill the kid in order to survive. Yeah, but why Classic Harry? Prophecy. Why, like, that family? <laughs> I don't remember. I don't either. Okay. They, they do explain it, but I don't remember okay. why. Okay, mm. cool. Hey, that's good enough for me. You know, fate. It's his fate. Yeah. <laughs> you could always fall back it's to it's his fate. <laughs> Fair. Um, cool. So, like Bailey said, Voldemort's on the loose. Um, he's trying to get powerful. He's trying to, I guess, collect his horcruxes that he put everywhere. He's trying to destroy them because that's no, his No, Harry's trying to destroy No, Harry's trying to destroy them, but Voldemort, what's he doing? He's trying to... He's just Ooh, trying he, to run shit. Yeah, he's trying to, like, re born his cult like, yeah he doesn't know that harry's doing that with the horcruxes until later like mm. in yeah. that movie we watch he does it like yeah. when he's starting to like drown he accidentally lends him into his head then he knows mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um i do like kind of the vibe and the darkness and the tone of this one like it even opens up even Aww. in like the wb uh yeah, yeah. um the warner brothers like s- 
sign. That's what I like about Harry Potter. Every one of those title cards, like, it kind of sets the mood. And this one's, like, lightning, yeah. smoke, clouds. You have de- Dementors flying everywhere. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love Dementors. They're sick. The worst part of prison is the Dementors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your own hair. Um, but uh, And then Snape's looking out of the castle. And I guess at this point, do you... S- do you, you, you think Snape is evil still? Do like, you? I don't know. I feel like like when you guys read it originally, were you like, oh, my God, he was keeping this big secret the whole yeah. time? Or did you like kind of like hint I mean, that? Because like, in the very first movie, Snape was trying to save Harry yep. from like falling mm-hmm. in the, what do they call it? Quidditch. Quidditch. Yeah, yeah like falling <laughs> off his broom. He was yeah. like doing like counter curses. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think you don't put that together until that. Like, I think there's like a, uh, there's a lot of theories, I think, mm-hmm. that said that like when this book came out, theories of if he was good, if he was bad, and this just solidified it. But I think hitting that, w- I, I was surprised. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I think remember after I did, I was like, oh, that makes sense. After everything I that we've seen yeah. about him in the past. The big reveal is heartbreaking though yeah Yeah, it really Um, is harry has her eyes he just has her eyes that's what that's what gets him yeah he's like we're not i'm not gonna protect this kid and albus dumbledore is like well he does have her (laughs) eyes he's like all right i guess i'll protect him (laughs) literally nothing goes right for him the thing that also makes me sad i guess it's not this movie it's probably either it's six i guess your favorite movie where you find out that harry's dad was the one that was like bullying snape like ruthlessly mercilessly Mm -hmm. and it's just like kind of a jerk yeah Harry's we dad, hate Harry's yeah, we don't he's, like Harry's he's dad. lazy he's arrogant um <laughs> yeah. I don't like James. his sideburns James yeah um I do team love Snape oh yeah. Team Snape for, for, sure. Oh, for sure um what would Harry have been like if Snape was his real oh dad oh my god so weird oh, <laughs> really so weird. funny so to think emo. about yeah <laughs> so emo like just pale he's already yeah. emo it's like yeah. wow. he definitely would have gotten with Luna Lovegood though if really? he was Snape's kid, I feel like they'd be like a real emo Neville's kid. Neville's girl. And yeah, oh, that is, is Neville's girl. Is that? I had a question about that. So <laughs> Neville, like in the midst of this battle, and you know everybody's thinking about love because they're about to die. He's like, I'm gonna go confess my love to Luna. Is that a thing during the series? Like, does he show that he likes Luna? Luna's introduced like much later. In the yeah, she's, oh really? Yeah, yeah, she's not around very long. Gotcha. I yeah. like her. She's cool. But they do almost kind of like pair everyone off. Like, yeah. yeah. And yeah. <laughs> like they put a nice little bow on a lot of yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> which like, couple do we like? The, which which one do we like the most? I like that one the best. Ooh. What, I Neville and Luna? I love them. They're like my two favorite characters. So. Luna's so weird. Oh, man. Um, How do we feel about the love between uh, Ron and Hermione? Hermione. Hermione. Yo, Hermione looks at Harry in a way in a way in a way for sure like she was like oh i'm too afraid to go for him i'll settle for ron He's, you know ron's down <laughs> that's my vibe on it she looks at him like before with lust yeah with straight up lust i think it was ter- lust turned into motherly protection yeah she doesn't see him as anything more i don't think mm. what well, then it's she, her child she, <laughs> don't forget don't forget in the triwizard tournament when she goes to the dance with the that like crumb guy yeah victor crumb and she like freaks out at wrong she was like you had your chance to ask me mm-hmm. 
and she was pissed at him for that. So it's been a long time coming. Yeah. We love their first kiss, though, right? Right? Oh, yeah. 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 The, uh, as Jordan liked to say, we watch it together because we're best friends. Jordan said their first make out. <laughs> was there tongue? Could you see it? <laughs> there was tongue, for sure. Parcel tongue. They did. <laughs> she was thinking about hair. They just escaped death. So, you know, first thing on the list. Um, yeah. So <clears throat> I think... I think it's pretty obvious. It, is everyone's favorite character Snape? Is, am I safe oh, to assume that? Snape's the shit. Snape's my favorite character. I think he's... Without Snape, I I would straight up not like Harry Potter. I do like Snape. I relate to Hermione a lot of just being like mm. a know-it-all throughout school. Yeah, I like when that I was too. younger um, and just like really nerdy and like a bookworm kind mm-hmm. of thing. But she's not my favorite character. And I do like some of the more periphery characters like Tonks. and. So I was going to ask you guys, who are your Lupin. favorite like secondary characters? Yeah. Tonks. I was a big Lupin fan. I thought he was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like yeah. Seamus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seamus. I was going to ask how we feel about Griphook. Uh, Jordan's been really fixated on Griphook. He's great. Wait, which guy's Griphook? He's, He's a little goblin, goblin that gets uh, the guys also him, right? yeah. escape escape to Gringotts or whatever is the ride. Uh, in first of all, have you guys been there? Yes. I haven't. Yeah. I no, really want to. I've been there. I've been there as well. It's great. Did you ride Escape from Gringotts? Yeah. I think we rode them all. <laughs> Was it very true to the movie? Because <laughs> that's like the first scene I, in the movie is them yeah. breaking um, into the the bank vault. Yes. <laughs> I don't remember, but yes. I didn't write it because um, my mom doesn't like roller coasters. And I went with my mom. About that scene, though, there is a near-death experience that isn't brought up enough there. When they get dropped out of that thing, Hermione really just casually saves them from that drop. They all could have died right oh, there. Oh, she does that all the time. I, I know. I feel like it's just, like, un- like yeah. just not said because they do it so much. Yeah. So watching this again, I was thinking, man, they always have a plan. Mm-hmm. And it always gets blown up, and like Hermione, basically Hermione always saves them. Oh, I'm glad they Hermione. address that in this movie. Like they, it's kind of like a wink to the camera because uh-huh. they're like, we always go in with a plan. It gets blown up, and then we have to figure it out. But very like self aware, very self aware. Like that, the whole series is that a plan never goes. And it's correctly <laughs> a thing about like Harry Potter movies. And I guess just like magic movies in general. It's always. It's, I feel like it's kind of like a cop-out where there's like, well, we can just do this. Like, yeah. off the, they're like, oh, shit, we can do this spell, and then we're good. Yeah. I feel like that happens a lot. But I think you see the progression of that in this series, too, where they don't doesn't always work that way. Yeah, I was laughing at, at the most um, a part near the end when Voldemort just, like, beats the shit out of Harry just physically <laughs> instead of, like, doing a spell. He Yo, just starts, cool. like, beating yeah. him up. I like that. Like, fuck all this wan- Physically wan- assaulting stuff. his body. Yeah. Oh, speaking of wands, there's a character who I like who doesn't get enough credit. Old man Ollivander. Ollivander. Yo, you should go to his um, wand shop. Wand shop. Yeah. Yo, I want some unicorn hair. Oh, that's what I got when I. So if you do Pottermore, they'll like match up with your. Yeah. I got unicorn hair. I have Pottermore. Wait, have you guys all done it? We should say what house we're in. I've never done it, but I've done it. What house are you in, Kate? Uh, Ravenclaw. Okay, I'm in Ooh. Slytherin, you guys. Yeah. See, Slytherin's a sick house. I wanted Slytherin really bad. Ravenclaw's also good, though. Yeah, but what if I said I was in Hufflepuff? <laughs> you probably would be, honestly. <laughs> Can we talk about... So people say this all the time, like, oh, you'd be so Gryffindor or whatever. <laughs> what do they represent? Gryffindor seems... I forgot you know nothing yeah, about well, I know a little bit. <laughs> okay. But Gryffindor's like the brave, yeah. 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 like gutsy, maybe yeah. not the smartest, but... 
they well, just go for it. And that's why Neville was like always questioned. Mm-hmm. He's Gryffindor though, yes, right? Yes, and that's why he was always questioned why he was a Gryffindor because he was really book smart. And it's not uh, until this nice one he pulls the sword out of the hat, like the Gryffindor sword. What's the deal with Hufflepuff? What are they? <laughs> They're like, nice. Ner- yeah, nice nerds. So my thing oh, is... Oh, Bailey, you're a nice nerd. <laughs> They're nice. I feel like there's a lot of animosity between the houses when they're it's like racism <laughs> like what? yo because like why can't racism no no like why do we have to hate on slytherin when the hat chooses like yeah you go you have to go there and then people are like oh you're from Slytherin. well there were a lot of like dark wizards yeah. so they just knew notorious of, bad yeah. guys came out of there so. is a lot of these things choosing for these kids mm-hmm. like the wand, the wand chooses, chooses you the wizard. that that sorting you put on a hat it's going to tell you what house yeah. you're in like these kids they don't have a chance <laughs> but i think slytherin's a sick house like they're smart they're it's witty, like cunning, they're cunning. and yeah, yeah. Like some of like yeah, Snape he, was a Slytherin and he's like the he was the most selfless character in this. Yeah, there's still series. like good people in that house. We're not saying they're all evil. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm I'm yeah. I'd be but I Slytherin. feel like there's a condensation. There's one hundred percent. Well, when you have Draco to, Malfoy, yeah. like, yeah. um, and what's his like yeah, Goomba's a, name? <laughs> Crab and Goyle. Crab and Goyle. Yeah. Oh, Dude, yeah. Goyle lights that place That's, on fire, yeah. isn't that Goyle? The one got arrested, right, for drugs oh, like, well, in real life yeah. before this movie, so Slytherin. it's like not in it anymore. <laughs> so Slytherin. Uh, so Slytherin. But I was thinking about this too. It's like, do you have to be smart to get in here? Because I feel like Crab and Goyle were not very no, smart. They really just stupid. have like family. Yeah. They're, you yeah. know, yeah. connections. Like, and what do you do with those people? All right, you can just go into this house, I guess. Right, like, is it a family legacy yeah. type thing? Yeah, probably. I do have they a question. They a lot of money. I would, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would love to know. I don't know if this is a thing. Like, do we know what Dum- house Dumbledore was in when he was went to Hogwarts? Mm. I don't know. Like, I would, love, created I, that. I, would, I would love to know, like, alumni. Like, yeah. uh, McGonagall. They say they some of them. They do say some of them. Yeah, which, McGonagall, are. one of the best characters. I forgot oh, to say how much down. I like love yeah. her, especially when she duels Snape in the one scene. Oh, I love I love when she does that spell and those big knights come down. Uh, They're like yeah. statues, and she's like, I've always wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. that we stan her. Yeah, we do. <laughs> stan her. Yo, how do we feel about Dumbledore? Ooh, complicated. Do we beef him a little bit? I, I like him, but he's one of those people that is, he's like the Yoda of Harry Potter. Yeah, like, he's, right. he's speaking in, in, in rhymes. <laughs> rhymes yeah. and riddles. Yeah. I wish he was a little He's rapping. He doesn't, really, he doesn't really have like an allegiance to any specific thing. He just wants to get the job done. In the books, he's actually a lot more kooky yeah. than he is like yeah. in the movies. Yeah. Like. You're always like oh, he's well, more eccentric. Right. And, he has an yeah. agenda. I mean, for he sure. basically raised Harry, Harry Potter for slaughter. For slaughter. <laughs> that was but, the line in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I just want to make sure people know you didn't like invent that theory. Yeah, yeah that knocking me down. Yeah. <laughs> no, I very perceptive a, already. A, in a um, negative connotation. Oh, I have so much to talk about. What's your favorite curse? <laughs> um, <laughs> couldn't tell you. I like the. The one they do in the, the Genimo curse. Did you say spell or spell, okay. spell. Um, well, this well, one's actually a curse. Yeah. The one where if you touch it, it multiplies. Uh, when they're in Gringotts, that was dope. I like the whole Gringotts scene. Yeah, <laughs> I remember seeing something on TV about the making of that scene, how hard it was, because um, CGI wasn't like as good as it is now, and how difficult it was to film that scene mm-hmm. to multiply and have so many pieces in it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, 
Some of the crystals, I don't even know what, what they are. I like the basic ones. Yeah, like, like Lumos, yeah. like Lights On, or whatever. Wingardium yeah. Leviosa. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to say that, but I didn't know what was going to come out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> something that sounds yeah. like this. What's what's like the death one? Isn't that called something? Oh, um, The crustaceous. No, it's uh, Avada Kedavra. Yeah, Avada Kedavra. It just sounds like No, that's like the cruci- Cruciatus. Yeah, that's Cruciatus. That's what tortures people, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's when Mad Eye Moody does that with the f- spider and whatever. yeah, Mad Eye Moody. Yeah, um, and also one more character I need to get your opinion on. How do we feel about Hagrid? <laughs> Hagrid's seen some shit. He's but like, what's I think he I, would, up to? I think I would yeah. get very frustrated with him because he's just like can't keep up. Like, yeah, there were some theories thrown around last night that are very well. It that's went. What it went for. Like, you know how. Um, J.K. Rowling just comes out and says all this weird stuff. Like, oh after my god, the books are I don't especially the recent stuff that's been yeah. on Twitter. Like, like uh, me, Dumbledore. J.K. Rowling, like, <laughs> who's Dumbledore had a relationship with uh, Grindelwald. Grindelwald. Yeah. Yo, who's Grindelwald? His enemy. I told you that it was like his big arch enemy when they were like in school. Like Harry's yeah. Voldemort. <laughs> But or Harry's, no, Harry's like Malfoy. A, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But his, they, ne- his, like, nemesis. Yes, yeah. exactly. Uh, like but they were, like, really in love with each other. I guess so. Apparently. Mm. Yeah. And then, like, you, you tend to think about what Hagrid's up to, but we'll, <laughs> we'll pass on. He has a little house out off campus where kids off come campus. by all the time. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Well, he was with that giant woman uh, in the fourth yeah, movie. He was with that giant woman. They were in love. Good for him. A lot of relationships are sparked in that movie mm-hmm. because um, I Cho guess Chang. Cho oh, Chang. They yeah. give a nod to her in this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I guess if we're talking about Dumbledore a little bit in his history, didn't see, well, I don't know that well, but his brother, Aberforth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> didn't see him coming. <laughs> but I kind of back him. He's yeah, like rough around the edges. He kind of hates on Dumbledore. Yeah, he hates on him. He calls him a liar and which stuff, like, right? Well, it's he, one perspective about Dumbledore because yeah. it's he cool knows he him probably one. more than anyone is mm-hmm. his brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, but but he's helping Harry without Harry really knowing. I guess with yeah. that mirror, well, I don't know what's going on. Because he said my bro, all my brother cared was about like fame and power. Mm-hmm. And so I think the parallel was that like his brother is willing to do this shit without being known, and right? Not getting yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then his sister, he sacrificed his sister somehow. That was yeah. kind of weird. She's now she lives painting. in that painting. Yeah. <laughs> when oh, Neville, wait, Dumbledore. <laughs> That was his sister? Yeah. yeah. Ariana. Damn. Yo, we... Dumbledore Weird sucks. family. <laughs> yeah, weird Yeah, family. down with Dumbledore, up with Snape, as but always. And Aberd. Aberd. I love that painting. That's one of my favorite parts of the movie, and, like, that book, is when they come, when they walk back and forth through that mm-hmm. corridor through the painting. Yeah. It's so cool. When Neville pops through. Oh, I yeah. love Neville. Guys, also, Kate will remember this. It's, I feel like, relatable as a girl when Neville just became hot, like, oh out of God. nowhere. <laughs> He's yes. so hot. Yes. So because, hot. and I think I remember hot. reading he, like, did wear a fat suit in the earlier movies oh. on top of just being very, like, short and, like, mm-hmm. round and stuff, but then he just, like, turned up. Yeah. I mean, he grows he, into he, him. The glow he, up yeah. is real. He yeah. grows into that fat suit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he became, like, probably one of the hottest Members of the cast. Yeah. Uh-huh. Especially when you see pictures of him now in real life. He yeah. looks great. Apparently it went to his head, though, which kind of sucks. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's the other Everyone thing that's interesting. To just, we're not even <laughs> talking about Alan Rickman, like, hardly at all. <laughs> no, okay. not at no, all. No, I want to talk about Alan Rickman's slow pace of speaking in uh, movies. Oh, my goodness. Uh, in movies in general. I, I Guys, mean, was he actually hard. the same... 
character. Exact tone in both. Yes. Yeah. Although in the second movie we're going to review, he's supposed to be American. Well, right? obviously, yeah. and he did sound American, but I it think you could hard. argue that he was the same voice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could. Snape didn't yeah. die; he just opened up CBG. Just resurrected. Yeah. The movies were only two years apart, which yeah. is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, I mean, he speaks. He's like Harry. Mr. Yo, he, he has a violent death. That yeah. Uh, yeah. Nagini, Nagini, Nagini kill. Yo, <laughs> prepare crazy. to die. Crazy. Oh, what does he say? He says, "Come to die." <laughs> oh, Harry Potter, come to die. Yeah. Like a, there was a lot of quotes in this one that were that I feel like people kind of latch on to. Oh yeah, like they get, fans. They get yatted. Yeah, <laughs> um, definitely. I the scene I do like is very strange when Harry Potter dies in uh-huh. quotes mm-hmm. and he goes to that train station yeah. in heaven. <laughs> and there's Voldemort's fetus. It's yeah. like a looks like a like fetus. a burnt turkey yeah. carcass. <laughs> Yo, I remember watching the movie for the first time and being really like disturbed. Kind yeah. of. Yeah. yeah. Um it is kind of like more grotesque than anything else in the <laughs> The movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I think ever. most of us probably have seen it in theater, so it was just oh, like, yeah. big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did yeah. want to talk about that actually. I saw this movie at midnight um, with a group of people. I was an intern at the time mm-hmm. in like whatever, 2011 or whatever when it came out. And we dressed up, and like literally everyone at the midnight show was dressed up. It That's was sick. awesome. That's sick. That people really were cool. really into it with their costumes. It was really fun. And that just goes back to like the whole experience of these movies yeah. coming oh, out. Right. Like it was right. such a fun thing. Yeah. It's I kind remember, of oh go ahead. Sorry. We saw I mean I don't know if we saw it together but I remember it came out we were in uh we were juniors in college. Mm-hmm. I remember the first one ending and then me reading the second half of the last <laughs> book. Oh nice. To find out what happened and it was frowned upon by many. Ooh, to do oh, that. Like, to do that. To like spoil it for yourself or Cut. Well, I haven't I didn't also, read any of them. Okay, All I read was the second half of the last book. Oh, that's it? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> just to find out what happened. Interesting. Did I you enjoy that experience? That. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> you I don't mean, regret it. I, no, not at all. Okay. I had a friend who did that who went and saw what he did. I remember because the when the seventh book came out, mm-hmm. the fifth movie had just been released. Okay. And so we had gone to see the fifth movie. My friend had never seen any of the ones prior, fell in love with that movie so hard that he went out, bought the seventh book, and read it in two days. Skipped and didn't right over read the sixth any one? of the other. <laughs> he had his sister give him a synopsis for book six and then just oh, read really? book seven. Just yeah. skipped book six. <laughs> I definitely like stayed up all night reading these books like yeah. for sure super good um i think there's a theme in this last one that i want to address that moms are pretty cool mm-hmm. oh, um yeah. harry's mom we back her yeah yep. right we back oh, her yeah. and then draco's choice in men, though. yeah we do kind of right. question her choice in men because <laughs> right. we're team snape yeah because we are team snape I mean, he was a little boy, like, living in a tree, though, right? Like, <laughs> what? Well, he he didn't live in that tree, I don't think. Yo, do you think she judged him <laughs> because he was half-blood? Ooh. Maybe, yeah, because... <laughs> but also, like, James was the cool kid in school. Yeah. Like, he was, like, the yeah. quarterback, and Snape yeah. was, like, the artsy the kid. The water boy. Yeah. <laughs> the Not water even. Boy. He wasn't even allowed to be the on water the team. boy. Yeah, he wasn't allowed on the field in any capacity. Um, But, so... Are you talking about Mrs. Weasley? Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. yeah, Mrs. Weasley yeah. kicks Madame Lestrange's ass. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, she it, drops a you bitch. Yeah. She drops One a you bitch. One of the best bitch. lines. Great line. Um, but I do have to say, out of the evil characters I like 
Madame Lestrange. She's, she's cool. She's yeah. interesting. Helena, whatever her name Bonham is. Carter. Bonham Carter. Yeah. really sells that. Um, and then, speaking of evil, Draco's mom has a uh, cool move. One when, of my favorites. When Harry's in the woods and she kind of whispers. I mean, it's selfishly, but she's like, is Draco alive? And he kind of gives a little nod. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she backs him. She's like, yeah, Harry's dead. So they yeah. leave him alone. They don't yeah, check. Yeah. <laughs> they, yeah, they don't <laughs> they yeah. take they her word. Well, they've been so faithful. Yo, right. Why? They're all Yo, their family's so weird the Malfoys I wanted a redemption Mm -hmm. like a Draco redemption Mm -hmm. like back Harry some way but he just never does what did you guys have just left him and the other guy in In the the burning thing like why do they save them that's why Harry is like so likable because he always kind of chooses the good decision the good over evil good over evil yeah Yeah. um but he doesn't care what it does it just he'll do it yeah um, he always he always kind of saves Drake, Draco. Yeah. But Draco represents that line of teetering between like, do I follow my parents right. or do I follow like the good? What's right? Yeah, right. And, and go against your yeah, yeah. your parents. whole upbringing. But his parents are the same way. His parents are very much followers, where mm-hmm. they do anything to survive. Mm-hmm. Type deal. Um, I do have a question. Maybe you guys could answer for me. It's in terms of Voldemort and his powers. Um, he does this weird like whisper broadcast to everyone oh, yeah. a couple times throughout this movie mm-hmm. gets in their heads that's just like how he does th- he gets in their heads i think so i don't remember because like everyone can hear him yeah and yeah. he just kind of tells them what's what he's gonna do and then he's like and this one's for harry potter <laughs> that yeah, he goes into his head that song yeah. to him. <laughs> um i didn't know if that was like i don't i don't remember a thing he could do he but could just talk sense to everyone going back to like the fact that if someone says his name he can pick it up and like True. the dark mark and stuff when yeah. their tattoos come out whenever he was gaining power and stuff yeah. like they're all connected in a way somehow mm. um, i don't know how you know. get out like yeah you know like how do you just oh, get out yeah of like or the gang you, you don't right you don't. You really I think that's why it's so terrifying yeah yeah there's a lot of them out there too <laughs> apparently and they have giants too i don't know why bad armies and like game of thrones <laughs> has giant like the bad yeah. wildlings have giants the guys do you think that dragon is Yes. The same dragon yes. from the Game of Thrones yeah. universe. Yes. I, I pity that dragon I so do too. much. I, I, it upsets me every time yeah, I see that. Yeah, they set him free. It's great when he's set free. Yep. Um, I guess I have one more question. I have a lot, but one more. Where is Hogwarts? We brought this up last night. Where Dude, is it? It's in another realm. <laughs> it's definitely like Scotland. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. <laughs> yes, that's what I want. So, so the it's when outside they go through, of London. They go through platform. At least that's where they nine film Nine and three fours. <laughs> like, muggles can't get to it, correct? Right. Um, I mean, they that's kind of, probably true. Yeah, because they, they can't of, really. Yeah, they can't break through that. that okay. So, question though, like, um, Gringotts is just in London. Yeah, so they kind of talk oh. about that during it's the Triwizard Tournament. Well, right. like the the storefront, like when you walk in, it's just in. Like yeah. there are places that they yeah. go to that are in London. So like the night bus, yeah. like drives mm-hmm. through London, and it drives through people you just can't see it. Yeah, it's kind of almost like all this stuff is around us, we can't access it. Mm-hmm. So, oh. um, like we, our brains don't have the capacity to get there, and um, the kind of the idea is that like if we're near it, we would turn around. 
just subconsciously. Uh, yeah. Do. That's yeah. kind of cool. I back that. I like that. Uh, they, they get dressed a little bit in the Triwizard Tournament when there's like the people from France, the people that live underwater. Mm-hmm. And like, it's just like. Um, I kind of always thought about that. Like, why, did, why don't people just happen upon Hogwarts? Like, holy shit, look at this castle. So is Hogwarts the only school of witchcraft and wizardry or are there a no. bunch of other ones? It's like the Triwizard Tournament has all yeah. the other ones. They get into it on Pottermore too with yeah. like the different yeah. houses. houses. So like that's. The American one. and So they're um, all in the other realm then. This realm. This isn't Sabrina like the Teenage a, Witch, yeah. where she goes it's into it's the it's upstairs it's linen closet. The, the idea is that they're like yeah. among us. We just can't see it because we are, don't have any like magical qualities to our body. Like we are brain. Because we're muggles. Yeah. Why do we have to be muggles? <laughs> yeah. So like the idea is that like we could be experiencing right right now. We just don't know. All right, maybe I'm liking Harry Potter a little more. <laughs> now that I know where you got to get into the lore, Scotland. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I, w- I would like the, the history the cool and the lore it. of yeah. it. That's what's charming about this series is just like the intricate details that she has created about it. Now, does she have are there like history books on it? Like, you know how Game of Thrones has like uh, yeah, other books that kind of teach they've, you the lineage. And stuff. Yeah, they've Fantastic made some books. of the the textbooks that they want the kids to buy. Like yeah. when they start school, oh, like the cool. yeah, the Fantastic, Fantastic Beasts and some other some other ones of like the textbooks like probably like have you seen those movies fantastic i saw the first First one one, yeah second one's not out yet are they good it's all right it's yeah it's different it's not Mm. the same you could it definitely feels like like a prequel right it definitely feels like it's capitalizing on being Mm -hmm. a franchise Uh, yeah that kind of sucks but i mean like kate mentioned pottermore that website has so much backstory Mm. on a lot of things it's really cool but it's canon like jk rounds she writes all of yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's where these like the website Dumbledore is yeah. is gay comes yeah. out and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Cool. Um. Anything else about Harry Potter? Hmm. I kind of enjoyed talking name. about it. I'm learning a lot. Good. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'll give it another try. <laughs> um. Snape is cool. Dumbledore is bad. Yeah, we're an anti-Dumbledore podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we're anti-Dumbledore, but we're more pro-Snape. I mean, Dumbledore's not Film Friends approved. Snape's Film Friends approved. <laughs> okay, Fair. okay, I'll take that. Cool. Um, okay, so let's rate it. What uh, what do we rate this movie? Bailey, you always start. Uh, an 8.7. He's just looking at my score. <laughs> wow. No, I don't know. Um, I'm going to rate the whole Harry Potter franchise. Yeah. Just in general, as a good solid eight. Nice, I'll take it. <laughs> so should I rate the whole franchise then? Sure, let's rate the whole franchise. Right. <laughs> Bailey looked at my score last night, made fun of me for it, and then just made fun of me for it again. Today. Yo, I didn't know which movie that rating was for. Last I see CBGB right underneath. You it. saw it last night without anything written uh, underneath it. I don't know. Um, I originally gave this movie an eight point seven. I think as a series, I would give it like an eight point five overall. Yeah, I agree with an 8.5 too for the series. I think there's other movies that I personally just liked more because I just liked the the plot like sequence that happened in those movies. Mm-hmm. And like you were saying, like this one was all focused around the battle and like yeah, the yeah. darkness and all that. But yeah, it's solid. Yeah. Um, I'll rate the whole series. I'm still not quite sure if I've seen the whole series. I think I have. Um, I'll give it a seven and a half. Okay. It's pretty good. I mean, they're good movies. I, I think it's. I think I could say I'm entertain, entertained every single time I watch these movies. I just have so many questions all the time, and that kind of takes it away from me. But, you know, it's a discovery process for me. <laughs> I love it. I love yeah. watching your journey. Yeah, I'm having a 
an adventure with it. Um, cool. So, we are between movies. How are we feeling? Great. Great. Yeah, good. Nice. Cool, cool. Um, I brought up... I have a lot of questions um, about Harry Potter and, and that whole series. And you know what? I do have a lot of questions about Alan Rickman in general. What's your height? What's your weight? What's your height? What's your weight? With your awesome. What's your height? What's your weight? What's your height? What's your Will they get it wrong? Will they get it right? This is the magical Congress of the United What's States of America. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. So we're doing today height, weight, shoe, penis, size, birthday, and astrological sign. So he is. Oh, I was going to reveal it before I read them. Close call. Close Kate. call. Wow. Um. So Bailey said that he's six feet tall. 200 pounds, um, was born in, is this is 1992 or 1942? <laughs> 42. Okay. They, they don't connect it. Uh, okay, 42. Um, size 10 feet, penis mimics a snake, Slytherin for life. Oh, wow. And that he is a Taurus. Yeah. <laughs> Kate said that he is 6 foot, 195 pounds. Ours are very similar. Um, shoe yeah. 10. Ooh. Penis average five inches. <laughs> I don't know. Just, that was good. I like it. Um, is that even average? <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. Might be. It. It oh, might okay. be. Um, <laughs> birthday, February 21st, and a Pisces. Jordan said that he's between the height of six foot and 6'11". <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yo. <laughs> Somewhere in there. I messed up. Somewhere I'm all over the I meant like six one. I said six foot, or it's six foot. But he's six one when he's not like doing like a wizard 11. lean. Definitely an eleven next to six. <laughs> yeah. Skip over the height. Okay. But it says when not slouching. So he <laughs> really yeah. I feel like he, he slouches, slouches hard. Yeah. He slouches so hard he loses eleven inches <laughs> of height. Um, he's 174 pounds, ten and a half feet. Um, Six Pete. eleven and one seventy four <laughs> would be like insane. Slenderman, yeah. <laughs> really skinny. Um, his, he said his penis is long, slithering. And oh, wow, you guys shared brainwaves on yeah. that one. October baby and snake sign. <laughs> All right. Oh, the old snake sign. <laughs> yeah. So um, he's six foot one. So you guys mm. are really close. I was, I was kind of right. You said 6'11". Well, I meant 6'11". It literally says 6'11 on here. <laughs> I got a confirmation. Um, he's uh, 180 pounds. So I We guess were giving him some oh. more, yeah. more heft. Yeah. Yeah. Um, shoe size 11. So, Jordan, you were closest with that. Um, birthday, yep, February 21st, 1946. Mm. So he passed away, R.I.P., at age 69. Um. Yeah, we love Hell that yeah. age. And <laughs> he did he, it on purpose. <laughs> oh God! He's a Pisces. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so Kate, you were right on that. Um. Woo. Perfect. So he was originally a graphic designer. He like went to school for <laughs> art. Classically trained <laughs> as that's a graphic a, that's designer. That's awesome. Yeah, he worked in the field as a graphic designer for a while. Um. 
and at one point he just decided that he wanted to start acting and his first audition was not until the age of 26 so, so he's a late he's a late, late. bloomer mm-hmm. um his given name is alan Sidney patrick rickman he's got all the names mm-hmm. so his father died um when he was eight years old from lung cancer so his mom raised him and his three siblings by herself which is pretty cool um i'll save that one for later um his first movie that he ever watched was the swiss family robinson (laughs) and he never had kids so fun fact because his wife didn't want him so who's his wife harry was his kid (laughs) okay I could tell you well, who his wife is. Should we switch over? No, no, let's finish this. Out. It's not hot yet. It's uh, steaming, it's but okay. it's not. So when filming Harry Potter during all his like serious scenes, he brought a fart machine <laughs> so that he would play a fart machine during his serious. I'm so not characteristic yeah. of Snape. Not mm-hmm. on brand. Nope. Um, he failed his first driving test because he drove too cautiously. Oh, so did I. Wow. Wait, I, really? Yeah, I like going too. Was slow? being like very like no, I could have like turned out of like the i don't know the shopping center that mm-hmm. the dmv yeah. was in and mm-hmm. i was Chamonix? like being what did you go to chamonix no i went to oh. dublin mm-hmm. but i was like being very like cautious like and then he's like you waited too long you just you can't he i think he tried to say that i couldn't judge oh. the, how fast like traffic was coming or something wow interesting it, i mean that was like after i got back yeah and he was like, hey, so you, you made one long. mistake and he just yeah. wasn't having it damn yeah he was the fat. I got the fat guy. Oh. <laughs> he had like a condon, like Are connotation. Are you talking about like, from oh, Rocco? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you guys remember that yeah. in the driving yeah. episode? They're like, did you get the fat guy? Oh, yo, yeah. we literally had a fat guy. <laughs> and that guy like took up the and whole car. And he failed everyone. You know everyone. what I'm talking about, right? Oh, thank Rocco, you. he would Rocco's be pushed so up good. against the wall. Yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. think about it. Yeah, yeah. It's same guy. <laughs> um. So anyway, so he got the role of Snape after Tim Roth turned it down. Um, oh, that would have been interesting. Yeah. It's always so interesting to hear who other yeah. people were up for yeah, certain I feel characters. Like, yeah. I feel like, so, S- Alan Rickman made Snape, yeah. who he is, but I think Tim Roth would have been a good one, too. Yeah. Wait, who is Tim Roth? Would He's I like know? in all of the Quentin Tarantino movies. Okay. So, yeah. Um, and he became so close with J.K. Rowling that um, she actually told him the ending of his character before it was released. Yes, I loved that fact. Yeah. I mean, that's you. I would like you should do that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he knows how to play the yeah, character. Yeah, and also exactly trust and yeah. with that role. Mm-hmm. Um, he auditioned for a role in Return of the Jedi, but did not get it. Ooh, he would have wow. been. He would have been good in the Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, family. Um, and then there's not that many facts on him, surprisingly, but um. For Die Hard, that was his first feature film he was ever in. Oh, wow. And he almost turned it down because he had just moved to L.A., didn't really understand it, and thought that, like, he wouldn't be good in an action movie. Mm. Hmm. So he almost turned it down just because he was like, I don't know what I'm doing with that. He's cool in that role, too. he's, like, to this day, or or to when he was alive, Mm. so that he owes everything to that. That's awesome. Mm. Yeah, just pretty cool. So, yeah, those are my facts. Cool. Um, since it, it got a little steamy there, but we kind of fan the flames, we're going to let the flames rise. It's hot. Cue the music. Uh, I guess so, if you don't mind. No. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, 
She's the worst. Um, yeah. Do you think there are people out there who love oh, Cersei? I'm sure there's people like who love Cersei all fans. Characters. Like, what does that say? It's kind of like how you guys don't like Jamie. <laughs> no, I think it's like people who like her, like the contr- people who are intentionally contrarian. It's like the people who like well, Littlefinger. <laughs> that is a weird one, but I, th- I just, well, I don't like Cersei. I think she's a dope character, though. So is Jordan so when Jordan when Jordan does that he wants me to just start yes and it I will but I mean we I'm gonna literally gonna talk for about two seconds I know it's really short and then, he doesn't realize how short his dating history is yeah so I say let's hold off for another when we see him walking back we should probably start <sighs> he's gonna hate it. he's gonna be like I told you guys to start <laughs> well maybe you guys we can say something leader. okay his dating history is real I'll short. start. <laughs> His, his, he was married to Rima Horton from 1965 to 2016. Yep. So. Till he died. Yeah. He met her when he was 19 years old. Wow. And mm-hmm. just stayed true. Love it. She didn't want kids, and he was like, "All right, I back it." He had, I think, he dated one other person before her. Yeah. Um. I feel like having kids is kind of like a. Is that like a deal breaker? For some you people. know what I mean? Yeah. Like for some people. For, so yeah, he had one. Welcome back. He had okay. one relationship. Who was it? Rima. Oh, Rima McIntyre. Yeah. <laughs> Not Reba. <laughs> but yeah, is that is that a known? Uh, no, she's just so is she in the biz. No, I. They met when he was a politician. Yeah. yeah. Mm. They met when he was nineteen. Now, what were you questioning? I, like. Kate said she just never wanted to have kids, and I just said that oh. would kind of be almost if you really wanted to have kids and, and you're the other person doesn't, didn't, right? That would be a deal breaker, right? Oh, you yeah. can't really like be together. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely something uh, I think you need to get on the same page with before you yeah. commit to marriage, yeah, uh, for sure, yeah. Um, but people change. Like yeah. some people are yeah. maybe all on board, and then they that's start true. to live their life, and they're like. I don't want to bring somebody into this yeah. world type deal. So. Bert Rickman was stated of saying that he respected her wishes. Uh, yeah, he was probably so such loyal. a loving yeah, husband. he probably was. <sighs> they were together so long. They met at 19. Like, that's wild. 50 years, I guess. Because he died in 69. Oh. Yeah. Is she... Not resident math expert. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. She's still with us? Yeah. Yeah, okay. she's still alive. Okay. Cool. Well... You know what? I don't want I don't want my image of him to be sullied, so I'm I'm glad 
I'm glad he was faithful. Oh, 19 yeah. long, yeah. long relationship. Yeah. Um, he's guy. he's not like Omar Epps who had like one thousand one thousand <laughs> women for that episode within I, like three years. I still can't get over how many people he dated. Yeah. Really? <laughs> it, yeah, like unbelievable. And big people too. Yeah. Um, like, they're so like, tall. Like, tall. Yeah, they were just really big people. Um, I mean, I love like even the facts about him. He was just like stayed out of the limelight, mm-hmm. pretty mm-hmm. chill. I don't know. I back him really hard. Did he live in? America, or did he live in? Oh, great London? question! So I could was, see him still staying. He was in born there. in the the north side of London. Okay. Um, north side. I believe that's what it said, and he moved to LA for his like acting career. Okay. So I don't know where he like resided. Right. When he died. Yeah. What do you think uh, his net worth was? Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Hmm, that like Harry Potter sixty money. million. Yeah, I think it's probably around. I, I think was I'm fifty. Gonna, yeah, I was gonna say like thirty-five. 16 million whoa damn underpaid (laughs) i agree he deserves more it's interesting when you (laughs) when you google search alan rickman net worth first couple questions that like people also ask are what did alan rickman die of was he married uh i don't know what this means how did alan rickman die bbc Oh, I guess uh, the BBC yeah. covering of it. Yeah. Uh, yes. Where did he live? And then the next question is, does Malfoy have a crush on Hermione? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, definitely. Does he? Or does let he the people know yeah. the questions that they really want. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. honestly believe that's true. But you know what? There is no textual evidence to suggest this. The Yule Ball is often the source of Malfoy's imaginary crush on Hermione. Oh. Pansy Parkinson gaped at her as she walked by with Malfoy. <laughs> And even he didn't seem to be able to find an insult to throw at her. I think he wanted to be part of the crew and just uh, couldn't. Squad goals. Yeah. <laughs> I, yo, I kind of feel for Draco a little yeah, bit. Yeah. But he grew up in like a shitty situation. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. his parents were. He was dealt a bad hand. He was dealt death a bad eater. Hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're just eating death all the time. <laughs> just death um, for breakfast, uh, lunch, and dinner. Oh, um, yeah. All speaking the of death. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about segue. the birth punk rock <laughs> okay the opposite of death okay. um in this next movie the 2013 masterpiece cbgb cbgb so fun oh. to say it is Yo, very fun to say. <laughs> okay synopsis cbgb about the birth of punk rock oh yeah that's it <laughs> that's yeah it. um i mean in a way it <laughs> no, it's is. about the dude who started it and started what CBGB. Cool. <laughs> I yo, I wasn't paying attention for most of this movie. Mm, okay, good to know you're committed to the podcast. <laughs> it yep. wasn't as thrilling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I want to see a couple of things. If you guys like the right off the bat, they hit you with like the comic book like feel. Right. I don't know I don't why. why. Why? I How don't does know that why. Have to do with anything. Yo, I hated it. I hated that too. It, it did not ruin it. So I would have liked it more if it was more like the punk flyer yeah, type like, art. Mm-hmm. It would have made more sense. The reason, the fact that it's a comic, comic sure. panels and stuff. Doesn't I don't understand it. No. And they're also like not of date. They're all like modern looking sharp crisp looking comic very strange book didn't i would usually be on board if it was a comic book movie right <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But unless this was like a graphic novel first i don't know but <laughs> honestly that whole print aspect of this didn't need to be involved there's like a newspaper 
like the journalism people yeah they didn't need to be in this movie at all it was like a whole thing about the origination of the punk magazine Mm -hmm. yeah like on top of the origination if they would have made it like a zine and did stuff like that would have been cool yeah so i do want to say i think this story is really cool yeah, and same. it's important because cbgb birthed like it's like a stuff. punk rock yeah. uh, i'm i don't know enough about it probably sex pistols over in england we're yeah. probably doing shit and stuff but um like for america new york punk mm-hmm. it, yeah. you, you had the ramones you had television the dead boys even like the talking heads hung out yeah. here and started, yeah. got their start which is Blondie, really cool Patty Blondie. yeah so oh, the police yeah. <laughs> the police that threw me I, off yeah that bit. threw me off for sure um but so a lot of bands were discovered here and kind of got their start. And it's like really important. Mm-hmm. And even at the end, it's really cool when the uh, in real life, when the Talking Heads get inducted into the oh, Hall yeah. of Fame, and they, they bring they bring up. Um, what's his name? Oh, Hilly. Hilly Crystal. Yo, Hilly Crystal. I hate that. His that's name. his name. Right? Well, I his just... name is like a really Hillel? traditional like yeah. Jewish name. Is that yeah. true, Kate? Like, Hillel? Yeah. 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 But yeah. they say Hilly. He says Hilly. I mean, yeah. it's Hilly for short. Yeah. They call, they say Hillel at one point. Oh. His mom Dude, calls him Hillel. I can't yeah. Bertha, stop thinking of Billy Crystal. <laughs> right. Yeah, same. It Yo, I didn't off. think of it once. Oh, you really? didn't? Yeah. How could you not? Hilly Crystal. So I was thinking in my mind which one came first. Yeah. Hilly yeah. Crystal yeah. or Billy Yo, Crystal same. the whole time. Um, but so uh, Alan Rickman plays Hilly Crystal, the guy who started CBGB. We didn't even mention that. But the... Um, in real life, the Talking Heads bring him up on stage and thank him and tell him like he gave them the start yeah. and he was so important to this this scene, um, which he is. And this movie is basically a study on how he starts it and the story. But they don't really show how he helps out everybody so much. I feel like he doesn't do a, they don't do enough explaining of who he is. Yeah, and right. Why he is there? Right. It's it, more like the day to day ins and outs of like. <laughs> They just spent, the bar. They like, spent yeah. more time explaining the zine's background yeah. than they did his background. But that, that magazine thing, I don't know like why that's punk even magazine. a part of it. I guess punk yeah. magazine was a huge thing and they started Started there. the word, like the yeah. word punk? Like where where'd the word punk come so, from? I guess they try, I think they're trying to say that it did come from them. Like yeah. we're just some punk kids. Yeah. Hmm, gotcha. And they, they were, yeah, they were throwing it around like punk was probably a new word, but it didn't really have a, definition or it wasn't like labeled onto anything yeah. specific so they kind of took it and they could ran have given them like a throwaway line in that movie yeah. just to like throw it in there without developing a whole second story i guess their their whole purpose to be right in the beginning of these people who create punk magazine is to show that punk's not really a thing and yeah. they kind of push it mm-hmm. and it kind of helps show that like hey punk isn't a thing but it's about to get, be birthed at this place that like Hilly Crystal didn't even no, uh, no. like he yeah. called it CBGB because he wanted country bluegrass and blues, blues. to be. I thought that there. was really cool. Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't that. know that. I didn't know that either. Um, yeah. I thought it was cool too. At you know when they're showing the the real life clip of mm-hmm. the Talking Heads thanking him, it, because they said he there weren't a lot of clubs that were letting people play their original music, which I thought was interesting. Like, were they just doing covers? Like, what were they doing? I guess, like, in New York at that time, like, if you weren't a cover band, you're not, like, getting gigs at certain bars. Especially if you're, like, some unknown, like, Yeah. Yeah. It was also interesting where, I guess, like, another fact was, like, the Ramones played there, like, 74 days Mm -hmm. in 1974. Mm -hmm. Like, to play, like, the same place 74 times in the same year is, like... 
you think of now, like bands tour, right? Yeah. So they play like one city, like once, right? And they they play the spot. same thing seven. I think at times. this time, it, it just seemed like a hangout for yeah. like yeah. this little scene instead of playing. It kind of. I mean, kind of what Kate just said. There weren't a lot of places at yeah. this time that would let you play original. So where are you gonna go? You're just gonna play CBGBs. <laughs> All your friends are there. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. So it kind of makes sense. It kind of reminds me of like the comedy scene where like people would call for their lineups, right? Mm. For like, you know, stand-ups call for their lineups at night. Like they show in this movie people calling to find out what their lineup was for the night Mm -hmm. if they're going to be on it. And I think that's kind of what it was like then because there's not as much interaction globally as well. Like you could literally just go to the same spot Mm -hmm. over and that was your spot. Uh, There's probably similar places trying to do this, but not as to the capacity that they did it. But and it also, I guess, so Hilly Crystal he starts this like unknowingly he think, but he picks out this band Television. I guess is the first band that he's like. There's something in there. Like they don't. Their lyrics are they don't care. There's like they have this aesthetic where they don't give a shit, but they're pretty cool. Um, So that kind of starts it. He doesn't know it's gonna be like this big thing but because he's a terrible businessman or business (laughs) owner like it even prefaces he went bankrupt twice he tried to open two bars he's terrible at this thing but he's basically housing these kids and these bands that like stand for that Mm -hmm. like they just they don't care really about money they don't even want to get famous they just want to play and so, like, I think that's probably why it's successful. Also, he oh, lets absolutely. everyone in for free. Yeah. yeah. Lets everyone Giving away drink. drinks, like, yeah. not paying, yeah. being able to pay rent mm-hmm. by w- the end of it. I was yeah. thinking about that a lot, and I was thinking about the fact that um, the reason why I think it was so successful is that he just had no um, ego about what it should be. Mm-hmm. It was just, like, you do what you got to do, and you do what you want to do, and I'm open to that. There mm-hmm. was no qualm of, like, this needs to be cool, this needs mm-hmm. to be seen, this needs to have an aesthetic. He was just, like... Just be what you want to be. But if it's too loud, he's going to walk yeah. out. <laughs> Which it was punk music. And yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but, uh, and then he also, like, apparently, Kay and I looked it up. He also had junkies work in the kitchen, mm-hmm. like, yeah. was a real thing. But they specifically focus on one named Idaho in this. Yeah. yeah. Um, his yeah. crew was pretty. His crew was wild. Rough. But, uh, except Taxi, the sound Love engineer. Taxi. I like Taxi. Uh, I like you, the the builder. Merv. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. He just wears a hard, a hard hat. hat. He's the guy from Grounded for, for Life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he's also in Gotham. Oh, we need to talk sure. about all the cast. Yeah. There are so yeah. many people in this movie. Good call. Okay. So to connect the last movie mm-hmm. with this mm-hmm. one. And some of you out there might think, why aren't we doing him for the podcast? Rupert Grint's in this movie. Yeah. Um, he's in the Dead Boys, which is a band that uh, Hilly Crystal goes on to manage for a year or two. But they're like, Lauded as the most violent, like punk band punk, ever hit the scene. Yeah, much. Um, but Rupert Grinson, <laughs> he's wearing a like a dog, dog studded dog collar. Yeah, yeah. Um, he looks strange. Even at one point, I was like, "Wait, is that Rupert?" Grant? His American yeah. accent's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Is. he it takes is. his pants off at one point. Yeah, yeah there's a couple butts. They drop yeah. trow. Yeah, they drop trow. Um, <laughs> Justin Bartha, another band member, with him. Is he the national treasure guy? Yes. He's in like the hangover. Yeah. 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 Stuff. yeah. yeah. Um, but it, uh, Rupert Grant did not, he was too like, like pretty or something yeah. for that role. Mm. It just didn't work Not rough for me. enough. I yeah. feel like this movie tries to keep you hanging on by like which next big Band. music mm-hmm. act 
act they're gonna like show like that's all Lou it reads there at yeah. one point yeah uh, patty smith like Iggy pop yeah it was Iggy literally, pop. i wrote a note that there was literally a line where he just name drops a bunch of bands yeah. it's just like a string of bands that had played at this mm. venue and it's just like all right i get it like a lot of famous people played here i don't want to i don't want to hear you talk about them i want to like see it happen you're you're right though like there isn't a big like you start off, this guy's kind of a yeah. shitty guy who doesn't know how to run a business, opens this bar. It's not being run well. He treats his employees bad. He treats his daughter terribly. Um, and it doesn't really change like that throughout the whole movie. It just becomes a haven for all these great rock bands. But you're right. It's just like, okay, who's next yeah. until we get to the police? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's like how they try to keep you hanging on. Because yeah. the, the plot's really, I guess like he's broke. And then they just, his friend's just give him a bunch of money and then yeah. he's good plot yeah. solved yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> there was no like yeah, yeah. exactly and they His, hang on too much on like not only just that but like the dog is too much of a focus <laughs> the dog's like, shitting everywhere like weird little details that didn't need to be included yeah into this movie like, oh that just adds know. to like how gross it was at so this gross. place so well gross. did you see the tagline yes for the movie Fifty thousand like Bands or something. Yeah. One disgusting bathroom. One disgusting oh, bathroom. I bet that the bathroom, bathroom was, was so disgusting. So gross. Mm-hmm. Um, I you mean, know, if they just did like a save CBGB show <laughs> and actually charged people, yeah. Yeah, they would have paid rent in one night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. They could have had one show where the Ramones headlined. Yeah. They yeah. Talking Heads opened yeah. up for the, like, and done. and just actually charge people at the door, yeah. charge people at the bar, and they'd be good for a couple months. Yeah. And then they could do their own thing. So I was trying to figure out who Idaho was, and so I came across a, like the first thing that comes up is like the ten things that this movie got wrong about this venue. Oh. And one of the big ones was the fact that they were like they show him as being like a poor manager. Mm-hmm. They're like he just wasn't good at like managing money, but he like ran that club like really well. They said in the sense of like lineup shows, people coming yeah. in, promoting mm-hmm. it, all mm-hmm. that jazz. They yeah. said he did a really good job. It's just like the finances was a bad. I mean, you yeah. kind of have to to have a successful yeah. club like yeah. that, right. like to get yeah. pe- get acts exactly get to get people crowds. to want to keep coming there. If it was really really that shitty or that mm-hmm. uncomfortable or that mismanaged, like. It wouldn't have lasted as it's long as it did for 33 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. I would like to see this story done better because yeah. yeah. I, I am for interested sure. in like this and like, but I don't know if there's not a lot of conflict. I don't know how you create yeah. one, but it sucks know. because like this really didn't feel like it started until halfway through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was so much describing of things that didn't need to be described in the beginning. And the oh my god, the edits in this movie were making too me fast ill yeah. on how quick the cuts were. Oh. Um but I I agree. I don't even think like this needs a plot. Just make it like a biopic. Docu- yeah, yeah, or a documentary. Yeah. Yeah. Just like make it a straight like biopic about this man in this venue and don't even try to instill drama into it. I think the big draw of this is like not just the nostalgia factor, but the respect factor of what yeah. this venue did. Mm-hmm. Like, it just it tried to do too much with too little. Mm. Bradley Whitford's in it. Yeah, <laughs> we we back. There's him. a lot. There's just so many more too. Ashley Green as his daughter. Who is she? Yeah. What else? Is well, she? she's in Twilight. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, the other good fantasy. She had there. to me. She had. Have you guys seen The Wolf of Wall Street? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Margot Robbie when she does her like New York accent, uh, like I just feel uh, like she sounded exactly yeah. like that. Like, what is it about that? Like, yeah, it was like overly done. Yeah, you know what else was overly done? His perm. 
Oh my it goodness! Was wild. Yeah, yeah, I had to look up real photos of Hilly Crystal and see how close they got it. Yo, he kind of, yeah, they yeah, kind of did it well. Yeah, they his did. perm is wild, and he was playing the guitar at different points himself. Oh, like, nice. um, yeah, at the end when he's singing that right? song. Right? I mean, yeah. was Snape actually I, doing like <laughs> Alan Rickman? <Snape>. Sorry, <laughs> was Same he actually? I feel that I part so. when he goes back to his home and Meets like on the stranger. on the chicken farm and he's like playing the guitar. Yeah, but what mm-hmm. about his accent? Oh, I literally halfway <laughs> Yo, through this. Bad. Whoa, it's so bad. It's so bad. Po- halfway through this movie, I turned to Jordan. We watched this together because we're best friends. I said to him, "So why? When are they going to explain when he came from England <laughs> to America? Because I thought that he was." I mean, British. he has the same cadence yes and pace Tone. as snape and his voice is like still like mr potter <laughs> yeah, exactly i wish harry po- i wish daniel radcliffe would have <laughs> this was up. like a nightmare that snape had about his life <laughs> like this could have been me yeah yeah <laughs> if he didn't work at hogwarts <laughs> exactly um i guess it has a cool soundtrack oh that's like yeah. one of favorite parts yeah. of the movie is yeah. the soundtrack but it's pretty hard not to when you're doing a movie about yeah. this time I, period that's what i was thinking about like how much did this cost in movie right and right? like sound rights to get those and songs, songs. yeah, yeah. I, I feel like if you're did we doing a movie about was? it mm-hmm. and you like respect the place a lot maybe like the the artist will be like yeah you can use my song so you the director I mean? of this movie also did uh, another another movie we reviewed. Oh, House. Yeah. Um, oh, that was a question I didn't ask about Harry Potter movies. Um, do you guys know who the director of that movie was? There's a bunch of them. I know it they used like to be switched Chris Columbus. Mm-hmm. Is that yeah. who did the and Alfonso original? And Alfonso Cuarón did one of them yeah. too. Really? Yeah. yeah. The oh, third I didn't one. Know that. Yeah, so David Yates did. I don't the know last who that one. guy is really. I'm not but sure either. But yeah, I was thinking about that. I was like, oh, who directs these movies? I it, didn't know Alfonso Cuarón. The, f- the f- Columbus did the first two, right? And then it like bops so. around a bit yeah. until they get solidified onto someone. Um, oh. But yeah, this movie was another low-rated house We guest. do, We do not give it the film friends <laughs> stamp of approval. No. Not no. even like no, in a bad no. good. It, like, yeah, it's not a bad a good. No. It's kind of, it became a chore after Yo, it's a while. Bad, yeah, bad. I agree because at least speaking from the last movies that I did, <laughs> yeah, I had so much more to write about, what was it called? Among Ravens. Oh, <laughs> oh. my God. <laughs> Just because of how bizarre it yeah. was. Yeah. This is like, I couldn't even come up with like five yeah. things to say because it just was kind of yeah, bland. Among Ravens. And it was honestly a disappointment. Yeah. It really was. There didn't need to be two full scenes where water leaks from a tub yeah. from the ceiling. Like, we get it. Yeah, like, it was run down. We understand. It was like a parallel of his life. Like, I get it. Oh, David David Yates directed a couple of Harry Potters. Yeah. yeah. He, like, was the second half. He did the Fantastic Beast stuff, too. Okay. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, yeah, and then uh, our, our good friend of the podcast, Mike Paulshock, who's, I'd label him as a, a punk, I guess. Uh, sure sure yeah punk historian historian. (laughs) he was telling me that he put this movie on and only got through 10 minutes of it and had to turn it off wow the first two minutes are rough because it just edit 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 just snapshot it's just like here's two characters okay here's two more characters and Um, let me put a black screen with a word on it read it really fast and then we're gonna cut it away yeah Yeah, baby running through a field Yeah. yeah like when is like who like there's so many things that wasn't explained later. Like, how did that come to play? Like, the piano moving business he had. Yeah. I thought that was a joke, and they were putting that piano in the bar. 
Yeah, was no, it just like to make extra money, yeah. just like deliveries? And how did yeah. this van run on vodka? Yeah. <laughs> that would never work. Never that is a great question. Well, it would like disrupt your engine yeah. so much. Never in a million years would that work. I can't talk about this movie anymore. Let's rate it. Let's get Kate on the hot seat. <laughs> That's what we all came here for. Okay. Um, Bailey, rating? Um, I hate this movie. <laughs> and I'm going to give it a... Two. Wow. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Is that really high? I guess high. <laughs> low. I don't That's know. Low. I, yo, to me, to me, I'm thinking I like yes, it, it was bad, I it. but there was good people in it that I didn't mind watching, and I also really thought the topic was interesting. So I'd probably give it like a four and a half, which is pretty nice. generous. That is generous. I'll give it a three point five because I did like. I think the people who portrayed the Bands like the good. bands That's were exactly really good. Mm-hmm. Like the guy who did David Byrne for the Talking Heads looked exactly like him. Um, Blondie, I liked Blondie. Blondie was cool. Not Even the Ramones. Man. That guy f- is from Grandma's Boy and like <laughs> a bunch of things. He's JP and Grandma's Boy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 3.5. I mean, I agree. That's like the only reason why. So I gave it originally a 3.2. I'll keep it there. And that's like the same reason why I kept it there because I really liked the depiction of the bands and how they casted those people. Yeah. Um, and like, they went for some of them. They went for like physical look, but some of them they also just went for like this person was actually a musician and yeah. could do X Y Z. So I liked that part. Three point two. Cool. So overall, how do we feel about Alan Rickman? I love Alan Rickman. Love him. He'll go down in history as one of the greats. Mm-hmm. I love Snape. I like Alec R- Alan Rickman. Oh, okay. Okay. I Without Snape, I don't know how much I'd love him. You gotta watch Love Actually. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, maybe I do. <laughs> Another great role. He is great yeah. in Die Hard. So and, yeah, like and, and, and Galaxy Quest. Fuck. Yeah, Galaxy Quest. I love Alan. <laughs> yeah, it's back to love. All right, we got him. He's we got one of the best characters in Galaxy Quest. Yeah, so. he's great. Such a good movie. Cool. Um, are you ready? I'm are ready. you prepped? I'm ready to to get get it heated. All right. Do you um, have questions? Uh, not right now. Okay, so I have some. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm okay. gonna probably ask all the questions. Um, so <laughs> we talked about this a little bit with Harry Potter. We asked like favorite character, but I want to know which one. You kind of said this already, but who you relate to the most? <laughs> you said Hermione. Oh, I did say Hermione. Yeah, I mean, I guess just being like young, being you know a teenager and stuff, or in middle school and just being a bookworm and and stuff like that but she's much more brave than i would ever be i'm a huge baby and scaredy hat so i feel like she again saves the day like we talked about in all of these situations which that would never be me what world would you rather live in game of thrones twilight harry potter (laughs) those three oh okay we're ending okay oh my god (laughs) I feel like it's it would be appropriate for me to say Game of Thrones on the eve of what is going to be the final season of HBO's Game of Thrones tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> we don't talk about TV, but we're going to talk about it. Yeah. Um, honestly, Twilight. Whoa. <laughs> no, it's probably Harry Potter. For real, but. <laughs> oh, the fake out. I love it. It's definitely Harry Potter, but like you had me questioning between, yeah. because for me, like I'm not like a Khaleesi in real life. Like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> as much as I would love to, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to be out slaying dragons. I'm just going to be in high school, like yeah. <laughs> obsessing over 
keep playing. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be scary to be in Game of Thrones. Oh, right? Yeah, yeah I w- I'd be too scared to, to be, be in the that world. Would yeah. be too terrifying. Much blood, yeah. Too, yeah. Much, too much danger. Yeah. 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 Harry Potter, you're pretty safe. Yeah. yeah. Yo, I wouldn't fun. mind being in Twilight though. And I it's like mind. nine months a year, and then you go home in the summer. <laughs> oh, and also, like, but being in the Twilight universe, there's only very few people actually involved with yeah you just be like a person it's just normal life yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah but i'd want to be a vampire if i was in the twilight zone True. or the twilight zone, <laughs> the twilight zone. <laughs> drop them in the twilight zone so my next question is we saw two different very different hairstyles from oh from, man oh nice Ooh, I like from it. him we had the perm and then we had the straight wet black greasy yeah if you would if you personally had to have one of those oh my god which one would it be I'm already like greasy, so I would probably just have to remain with the greasy black stringy hair because I just feel like the perm would not not be a good look. It's his choice for and sure. And it's permanent, whereas I could just wash my hair. A little dry shampoo would have helped him, I think. Oh, for sure. All right. FMK. Oh Albus Dumbledore. <laughs> Snape. And Voldemort. <laughs> huh. Uh, Seems pretty easy. This is terrible. Uh, you could have picked three better people. Obviously, I have a second. Yo. I have a oh. second one. Oh, okay. Well, Bailey has a second one. Okay. Too. Okay. Kill Voldemort, obviously. Yeah, obviously. And like, oh, this really sucks. But like, to kill Voldemort, you have to kill yourself. No, that's oh no! Harry. Wait, you don't. <laughs> I watched a movie. No, yeah. I was gonna say you have to kill Harry. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yep. <laughs> That's a condition. <laughs> That's part of it. Definitely kill Voldemort. I mean, I guess I would like. Uh, <laughs> Who are you gonna f? I want to marry Snape and and f him. <laughs> Dumbledore is just like I guess f him one time just for the story. Fair. Okay. But Woody f you. <laughs> That's really. Funny. Harry, Ron, and Neville. Oh, man. So another thing that I liked about the fourth movie is that Ron gets arm muscles and he he starts looking good in that movie when he's wearing like a sleeveless tank. Mm -hmm. Um, And Daniel Radcliffe's like a little bit too short for me personally. So but now hearing that Neville's a jerk, I might have to like kill him because I feel like Daniel Radcliffe's probably just nicer in general. But I'd probably probably change his ways. Marry Ron. And then just F Harry and then just kill Neville. I'm into it. Love it. I said, hey, oh yeah, I did yeah, call you, them all you, the right character yeah, names. Yeah. Okay. I kind of want to keep doing FMK with Harry Potter characters. but <laughs> There's so many of we'll, them. We'll save it. Hagrid? Yeah, Hagrid. I want to throw Hagrid what? in there, but we'll save, save it. Right? We'll save it for. What are you for... saving it for? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Off air, just keep going. It, it might be a uh, Twitter poll. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Oh, I don't a, know how really to do that. Twitter we'll poll. figure it out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> what would you do to Hagrid? <laughs> Next <laughs> question. <Yeah. laughs> Three, six, three in succession. All right, lady or Kate. I'm a lady. Lady Kate. <laughs> lady Kate. Um, so I have two questions that are for follow-up guest appearances. Okay. First one is, if you could make your family like a celebrity family, oh my what goodness! Would it be? So it could be it doesn't have to be your actual nuclear family. So you can have whoever you want be your family. Pets. You can have as many dads as you want, as many moms, etc. Wow, this is so hard. For some reason, I and like I don't know. Yo, why. go with your gut. I know. It's great okay, so this is gonna seem like I just want my family to be Juno because my two first <laughs> people I thought of was like J.K. Simmons as the dad, mm-hmm. and isn't Alice and Janney yeah. the mom? Yeah. Those yeah. are my ta- the two that I thought of right away for some I reason as that. like parent figures. I love that. Such a fun life. Yeah, <laughs> it's it a really funny is. life. Yeah. 
Oh, man. I feel like siblings, there's probably like so many options just thinking of, but I can't think of anyone off the top of my head. I'd Only probably, child. Yeah, with those two as my parents. Yeah. Just, yeah, I'm nice. Juno. I love that. <laughs> I love you it. are Juno. <laughs> I love it. That's funny. And also, isn't Jennifer Garner like the adoptive like parent? She uh, would yeah. be my like mm-hmm. awesome godmother or aunt. <laughs> she's, she's awesome You're in real life. you just in the Juno universe? You're yeah. dating uh, Paul Bleeker or whatever. Michael Sarah. Polly Bleeker, I think, is his name. Yeah. yeah. But okay. Um, so my follow-up question is, last time I asked you about how you felt about Michael Shannon, but this time I want to know who your favorite Michael is. Michael Scott. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> yep. yes. you know, Great the Dementor is the worst <laughs> yeah. part about prison. Yep. <laughs> and the gruel. <laughs> All right. So... This is your first time picking a guest card. It is. And you started this. Yeah, you were the first one to write them. Oh, gee. We get to pick one out of this beautiful deck of index cards. Hopefully you don't pick your remaining one. Who is your ultimate power couple? Should I say who asked it? Becca Haley, number 64. Nice. Shout out, Becca. Oh, man, this is so hard. Why why can't I think of like a single power (laughs) J.K. Simmons and Allison Jenny. <laughs> right? Yo, great power couple. Um, you know what? I'm going to keep it topical again. Kid Harrington and Rose Leslie for tonight. Ooh. Oh, they Wait, is Rose couple. Leslie... Um, Egret. Egret. Yeah. Egret. Yeah. yeah, they're married. Yo, I miss yeah, their Egret. wedding looked like so beautiful. So cool. yeah. yeah, Love it. Great power couple. Yeah, it is a great power couple. Stand power. by it for tonight. Yeah. Now, we'd be remiss if we didn't give uh, Game of Thrones predictions. Yo, are we talking about TV? Yeah, we are. Yeah. It's Game of Thrones night. <laughs> Kate's throwing a Game of Thrones party tonight. Um, we got to get her back to her house so she could prepare uh, the, the, the feast. feast. Yeah. Yep. Um, but who's going to end up in the throne? So have you guys seen those polls that were going around that were like, are they alive or dead for every character? And then do they oh. become a White Walker if you they pick, die? Like you, yeah. you like, uh, it's like, it's a pool. Yeah, a pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Like, oh, yeah, so is that going to be a thing? Like, are we going to do that? I don't <laughs> know if like people are really becoming white walkers. Yeah, that would be interesting. Are. I feel that would be very interesting. <laughs> I hope they it definitely happens. are. Yeah. How many people do you think are going to die tonight? I don't think anyone's going to die. Really? Tonight. You don't think? The f- Yo, I, I think, think there's going to be a death as the people in the north are preparing to fight them. I think they're going to kill somebody. <laughs> in their have own. to like shock you right away. I feel like on the That's first episode, it's going to be like, like an initial shock kill. Yo, I'm calling it zero death. <laughs> the death <laughs> toll is at zero. Oh, I also think it's a missed opportunity to not turn some of the characters into White Walkers. Yeah, yeah. that will definitely happen, and and someone will have to face like, oh, do I kill this person? Well, a White Walker direwolf would be. Crazy. It's gonna be really scary. Like the dragon's already terrifying. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, what was your question? Yeah. Um, Prediction. Who's gonna end up oh. on the throne? Oh. Who's gonna sit in the throne at yeah. the end? I think. Can I give my prediction? Yeah. I think uh, it's gonna be Daenerys, and she's gonna have Tyrion on her lap. <laughs> what is Daenerys? Like a uh, I think it's gonna be the baby of Jon Snow and Daenerys on. The is it gonna be on the throne. Wait, the baby. Yeah, the baby. I think Daenerys is just going to sit on the throne and Jon Snow. You don't is think Jamie? You're t- you're Yo, team Jamie. Jamie doesn't want the throne. Okay, he doesn't want the glory. He, he doesn't want the throne. He just wants. He's going to sacrifice justice. himself for the throne. Is what I think is going to happen. Oh yeah, yeah. He's going to die. We. I'm preparing gonna, myself yeah, for his he's death. Die. Yeah, but he'll die in a noble way. Yeah, I hope. That's how he oh, gets his. Sure. That's how he gets his book. Written. He gets to. He needs to fill this book. Guys, my other power couple. 
uh, Brienne and Tormund. Ooh. Are they a real couple? No. Oh, oh, oh. This is strictly characters uh, in the will, show. Yeah. Will they get together in this season? There better be a love scene. Yeah, they are. They're a will they yeah, won't they? He's better the redheaded be a wildling. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's like my favorite character. Yeah, yeah he's hot because he's hot. Yeah. Strictly hot. because he's like insanely attractive. Totally. I'm still shooting so for Samuel Tarly to be on the throne again, but so great. Yeah, uh, he'll be the hand, huh? the hand of the king. Oh, oh, guys, get excited! Cool. Yeah, I am excited. I am. Um, we're gonna let you go and prep your feast. All right, yeah. guys. But as always, thanks for coming on. Thank please. you so much. Um, this was awesome. Alan Rickman. R.I.P. But he'll live on forever in the That's hearts right. of oh, all the Harry Potter. Sure. Fans. He will be a film friend and for the rest of his life. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? Harry Potter. They gained a new fan. <gasps> wow. Uh, for now. Yeah. Some for, of the people that voted moment. no are going to be really disappointed. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. But you know. Oh well. But as always, listeners, thank you for listening. Um, pay attention for that FMK poll that we're going to put out there. Oh my God. Um, and we will see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Michael Shannon.